Hey, welcome to episode 69 of Shit We Don't Talk About, powered by Helix Interactive. Today's topic is dating tips and dick pics. And of course, I'm giggling that the episode is number 69 because of my sophomore sense of humor. I have two amazing guests today, my good friends Ashley and Layla. And you might consider our conversation to be girls locker room talk. So wear your headphones because we're going to dish on all types of opinions on dating. As always, there's an accessibility transcript that can be found in the show notes at shitwedonttalkaboutpodcast.com. All right, strap in. (laughs) It gets good. Here we go. Ladies, how's it going? Pretty good. All right, so we're going to start with the identifiers. Yep. Oh, this is going to be good. First of all, put your headphones on. That's your first warning shot. (laughs) All of my pod. No, not you, the listeners. (laughs) Because I'm like, oh, do I need to put mine on? (laughs) You will when you listen to the replay. Uh, You all know this when you listen to my podcast anyway. For God's sake, it's got a swear word in the title. That should be your first warning. So listen, I'm Mia Voss. I'm the host. I am a blonde, white, 57-year-old woman wearing glasses and what I think is a fabulous kind of chartreuse top. Yay me. And some flowers in the background. How about you, La? La, you La? I am a Black woman. I'm 41. I'm wearing all Black every day. (laughs) All day. Blackity black as black can be. Um, and my hair is long and wavy. You have some fabulous eyelashes. And you're coming to us from your newest location. My home away from home, Istanbul. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Ashley, how about you? I am white, as white as can be. <laughs> A white female. Pretty white. Uh, 43 years old. <laughs> Not as white as Betty. And (laughs) my background is very white and beige and very LDE. And you also have shoulder length. I have a purple, yeah. I have a purple purple top top on. And what's not shown is her fabulous dog, Sanders. Anywho, my other, my my blonde boyfriend. All right, listen, we're going to get into it. So as you all know, last week I did a dating tips episode with Dave Glazer. Go back and listen to that. But today I have the two women that I rely on the most right now and have for a while to talk about what's going on in the dating world. I I just hit a, an official one year of single. Let's all clap for that. And uh, I'm a work in progress. And so, listen, the the, the things we're going to talk about today are not the the all being all seeing things that you should do, but just take from it what you need. Okay, right. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> no, that's the thing with dating. There's no rules, right? Yeah. Nobody, no, and nobody really knows what they're doing. No, no one. No. Knows. What what I love, and I said this in in the last show, and I would love to. You'll you'll hear a couple examples of this. I love what not to do's because I love learning from other people's mistakes <laughs> or sharing mine to say, "Ooh, that's not good at all." So. One of the things we're going to go by topics. So let's start with with dating apps, if you don't mind, because I have not, I have not delved into that. I just got out of a well last year a five year relationship, and before that, I just hadn't done it. I'm not saying it's good or bad that I have, um, but I find them interesting. So talk about your your dating tips on on that, or some of your experiences. Whoever wants to go first. Yeah, I'll go first, I guess, because I'm actively 
I'm actively and inactively on the dating apps. And because I'm traveling and like living abroad everywhere, it's like, it's a, it's the easiest way to try to meet people. Um, because there can be some safety factors around going out as a single woman, meeting people, um, and on the dating apps too. So I like to use Bumble. Bumble is my favorite. Um, most of the places that I've been, it just seems to attract a little bit more of an educated group of people um, in countries where they don't speak English. Um, Bumble tends to have more people who are English speaking. Interesting. Um, mm, yeah. Um, and Tinder is kind of, I mean, generally speaking, I feel like Tinder is kind of known as the hookup app globally. Um, so but it is a, a global, a global thing. Yeah, I mean, there are some countries where like Tinder is just the only thing that's available out there. Um, So it's not necessarily that. But I mean, I find that whenever I'm on Tinder, it's definitely like a different type of interaction than um, when I'm on Bumble. And you have like nowadays, too, I think what's this. I hope I'm not veering off topic. But one thing about the dating apps is that sex workers is such a thing now and not Mm. just abroad, but even in the States. And there's a lot of sex workers on Tinder. There's okay. a lot of sex workers on all the dating apps. So like navigating um, through that just to convince people you're not an escort or a prostitute or. Not that there's other. anything wrong with that, but I would just like to not know. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm not one. So <laughs> also that. <laughs> and, a, and a lot of men and, and, and a lot of men are not wanting to engage with you if you are. So like, there's a lot of that, especially when I say like, I'm a single woman traveling solo. I'm from the United States and I'm here just living my best life. Like it kind of is giving escort. <laughs> <laughs> right, because you're you're fully funded, yeah, <laughs> highly exactly, highly funded. Exactly. Oh, that um, makes so much sense. Yeah, but I like the dating apps because you know it's it's an easy, low effort way to see what's out there. Um, and I had a friend of mine who gave me like a standard because you know on Bumble the women have to initiate the conversation. So a friend of mine gave me like a standard blurb to say every time, and guys love it. Like they love this intro. Um, Ooh. and then, you know, and then you can we just need this. It. Yeah. yeah we might put that in the show notes with lots of approval share it with you guys. Um, okay, great. Going well, but yeah, so I just, I like it cause it's a way to meet people. We through a lot of people. Um, and what I look for on dating apps, um, or I would say, since we're kind of talking about what, what to not do, like if he, if he has all of his, if, if I can't see you in any of your pictures, that's a no for me. If um, if all of your pictures or the majority of your pictures, you're half naked, like with your shirtless, like there's just something about that that says I'm not really serious about anything. Um, if you're pro, <laughs> if, if you haven't even bothered to fill out the basic questions in your profile and, um, and I know we have the topic of ghosting coming up, so I won't go into that, but like, that's kind of a deal breaker for me too. Like I'm also bad about being consistent on the app, but that's something I say in my initial message to guys. Like I'm really bad about this. Let's exchange numbers on WhatsApp. I'm, you know, I'm more communicative there or you can reach out to me on Instagram or whatever. Um, but people who just kind of like every four or five days they pop in. Like, I don't know if you saw my Insta stories yesterday when I was, when I was talking my shit and like going off on these different men, but I was like, don't let these gaps go by. Like, first of all, I'm in a whole different country. 
in a different time zone with different currency. I don't even remember who you are, seriously. So yeah. these gaps, like we can't, we can't do it. So, but I've had some really good experiences with the dating apps, met some nice people. Um, and I think you have to go into it with, um, I, I heard someone say once low effort, high energy and Oof. keep your, and keep your expectations really low. And just, I've learned now I'm at a place where it's like, I've learned how to appreciate every interaction for what it is in my life in that moment mm. and not make it, not try to make it anything else. Ooh, that is a mic drop. I love that because mm-hmm. I, I think that that helps a lot too to, to, and, and we'll talk about this with communication as well, but that's an excellent, that'll be an excellent segue into it as well of, of what you're you know, being very clear. I love your honesty on the stories, which is why I wanted to have you both on the podcast as well too, because I think with women in society, there is obviously still this thing out there of we have to dance a certain way and look a certain way and and uh, really kind of you know, look to, look, what did I say? I was in our pre-show, like when you run into a mountain lion on a trail, don't look too big, but don't look too small. Don't look at them directly, but don't look to the side. Like it's all this like little invisible requirements. And I also file under hashtag, or hashtag FDS, fuck that shit. So tired of it. My favorite. <laughs> so again, it's one of my favorites. Ashley, what about you and your experience on dating apps? So I am not currently on a dating app. I have used dating apps and I've met great people. I definitely stand behind everything that law was saying because it it is, it's you make the experience what you want it to be. And at the same time, which I think by the way is great for women to do to, to really already set that requirement and a boundary. I think there's something very, very powerful about, about that. So thank you both for that. Yeah. I think a big piece of it is owning how you want your experience to go and like requiring that of people. And I have learned about myself that I don't really, it's not that I won't ever use a dating app again, but I don't really prefer it. So I had to give myself permission to date in a different way. And that way has been, I've been going to different local events because those have started up again. So actually meeting people in person and similar to a dating app, you're just meeting more people at once and seeing who you jive with or not. Mm -hmm. Um, I prefer that. So that's why I'm not on dating apps. But I think for a long time, I felt bad that, you know, I should be doing this thing because that's how people meet. And it's not really the way that I want to meet somebody right now. I love the serendipity of these two guests because see the different experiences that you each have. And then I have one as well too. So this, this falls under the category. There's no right way. Go ahead, La. I just want to say um, to Ashley's point that honestly, when I was in the States, I was the same way. Like I was like, Mm -hmm. the only reason I'm on dating apps now is because there's really not any other way for me to navigate dating outside of the U.S. But no, I feel the exact same way. It's so arbitrary. Um, It's not very organic. And you just Mm -hmm. can't really feel the vibes until like, you're at least in a video chat with someone. So no, mm-hmm. I totally feel you. Like I agree. I would much rather, I would much rather somebody approach me in aisle six at the grocery store. Yeah. Like, hey, you like bananas? I like bananas too. 
maybe we should make some banana souffle <laughs> next week. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of what they call yes. the movies, the meat cute. You know, yes. like it's it's one of my favorites. I just watched that movie, This Means War. I don't know if you remember that one with Reese Witherspoon from like 10 years ago and Chris Pine and oh, the guy that played Bane. God, I love him. Tom Hardy. Mm, get me one of those. If, you, if you're asking what my order is, it would be a Tom Hardy. Thank you very much. But there was a lot of meat cute in that. And some of it was orchestrated, obviously, but I was just, I was totally digging that. So I appreciate that. I feel like for me with, dating apps, what scares me a little bit. And then we'll move on is, uh, I feel like the minute I put my foot in it, I'm, it's like stepping into a, a really fast moving rapid stream that I'm just going to get sucked into and like zoom. And then I'm afraid I'm going to see people that I know or people that I know through my ex, all that stuff. So I, so I went to a dating event recently where they actually talked to people, asked questions about dating apps mm-hmm. and, Specifically for women, it's a lot tougher. There's a lot more weeding through because there's more women on the apps and less guys. So and like a woman side note, Ashley and I are both in Denver. So we are in the, we're yes. in the same market too, we're, right? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. The same the same male market. Uh Denver. <laughs> and so there's more work for a woman to do there's more work for a guy to stand out and they typically aren't thinking about doing that potentially. I don't know. I'm I, not a guy. I, 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 would, I might <laughs> could agree with you on that. As, as people who know me personally, I talk about the, the fail forward attitude of men sometimes. <laughs> but one of the things the matchmaker said was that, um, now I'm going to lose it. What did she say? She said, if you don't want it to feel like this collision train to when you start, just take time, just meeting people and then start having conversations, like break it down into steps versus like, I met this person and I'm talking to them and I'm going out with them. And so that you're doing all these different actions at one time, which I thought was interesting. It was a way to like not get burnout. I think so. And I, I, I think there's a, a thing too, that the women might have, I think women, my age coming from, you know, coming of age in the eighties and the nineties and everything was just like this alcohol and drug fueled connection prior yeah. to the internet. It really was. That was, yeah. that was how I learned my dating style was by horrible eighties movies. I mean, John Hughes did me no favors with his <laughs> movies of like learning how to date at all. It was quite, yeah, it was quite an, uh, Ugh, a little bit of an accident waiting to happen. So I really appreciate that too, because then it can be more of, and that's part of the taking control. And yeah. I would think, you know, setting, setting, I, I, um, setting limits and, you know, even writing down some, some expectations. So let's talk about, uh, communication and ghosting. Cause I think those can go in and law already sort of alluded to that as far as, is communication and, you know, what works and doesn't work. So tell me some of your, Ashley, tell me some of your experiences and the law will get you in on that too. Communication. Well, I can't say that I am <laughs> the pillar of communication, but well, what is it thing- you like? And what did you not like? Again, <laughs> we, we, we said that in the beginning, we're not saying any of this is right. We're saying this is our lived experience. <laughs> um, <laughs> but <laughs> I love avoiding. No, um, <laughs> big fan. <laughs> That's my favorite. No. Um, 
No, I want to say this about the kind of the ghosting piece because at this live event, so I'm really easy about when I meet people and I'm in the moment, I get really excited. And then after I'm like, oh, that wasn't like a sustained excitement. Some things I do have sustained excitement, but not all things. And I'm learning that more and more about myself that be more honest in the moment. Like two people had asked me for their numbers, but these weren't two people I really wanted. Nice people that I really wanted to talk to more. And, but I did the nice thing and gave them my number. And then I'm like, fuck. Now I have to like either dance. Yeah, the dance. Mm -hmm. And you don't know these people. So it's not like, hey, I guess I could have just said, I'll call myself forward here. I could have just said, hey, I gave you my number. And I'm actually not interested in continuing this communication. But that feels also weird to me because that makes me feel feel weird inside and not in a good way. (laughs) Yeah. It makes me, it makes me feel like I'm assuming that they want something and they might just want to have a friendship or whatever. And I don't even necessarily, I'm really looking for that with guys. New guys. They want something. Yeah. Law. (laughs) See, we need law. We need to have these calls every week. We're we're Um, kind of the holy trinity of dating. We all have our our different experiences. Like, girl, come on, right? And and can I I just jump in on that too, Ash? And I I really appreciate that because if there are men listening and are getting butt hurt and feeling incelish, not shouldn't say that, but this is part of what our experiences as women is that we were taught to do as well. Society really pushes us towards that to be agreeable and to be nice. And so we're working on it, folks, men and women, we're all, we're all working on that. I completely Mm -hmm. understand that, that reaction. I really do. I want to join you on that. And I think another real thing that happens too, is like, we live in a world now where like women are literally getting beaten, shot at, stabbed because they said, no, I don't want to give you my number or they're getting stalked Mm -hmm. halfway down the street after they've said, you know, I have a boyfriend, I'm married. Why are you happy? So it's like, yeah, sometimes the easy thing. Thank you for that. You know, put it out there and then have to figure out how to ignore you later. Perspective. There, there really is. So that's an excellent addition to that too, for, for Ashley's point. So, so what, how have you handled it yet on the, on the two people that you gave the number to? I spoke to them when I had a good conversation with the other, I cut it off by, he took like days to respond. And so I just, when he responded back, I just didn't respond. And I felt like that was appropriate, which leads me to ghosting. Because I think there is ghosting and I actually read a little bit about this just to see like what it actually means. And it's around abandonment of a relationship or friendship. So yes, you could be going along and have this really close intimate relationship with somebody, even if it's just by text and then they disappear. But I I threw in like a fizzle, like conversation or communication fizzles before ghosting because if like these two guys i'm not really ghosting i'm not really abandoning them they like 
don't even know me. <laughs> right. We have no, we have so, no established connection. Really. Yeah. So I'm like, that's not ghosting. And there's a reason ghosting exists because it's easy. So you're calling it fizzle? Just doesn't make it right. Uh, yes. The fizzle, like it just fizzles. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think there are varying degrees of layers of, of the, the fizzle ghosting communication. And then that also feeds into, which we'll talk about in a second of attachment styles as well, too. Because I know for some people, they're just like, whatever, I guess I didn't know. And some other people can send you into a tailspin tizzy. Again, if you haven't been sort of doing the work as well, too, of like, what's what's mm-hmm. that bringing up for me? I try, I try to do that for myself, too. Now, mm-hmm. of different responses from people or different things to say, okay, not that I always want to turn to myself, but I do want to be internally saying, okay, is, is this me? Is this not me? Okay. then And, and then look, look out on it, too. La, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, like, I think that's a really good point that Ashley made that, like, it's not ghosting. Like, for me, it's ghosting when, like, okay, we've been on several days. We've been talking every day. Everything seemed to be going really well. I seem to like you. You seem to like me. And then suddenly I just stop hearing from you. And then four weeks later, you appear again. That is what I call ghosting. But I think we do have to get to a place where, like, just, I think we're so inexperienced with dating in a lot of senses. And even people who are married, right? Like, I come from, I'm from Michigan originally, and people, like, marry their high school sweethearts, marry the first person that they ever loved, mm-hmm. the first or... person they had sex with. So even married people aren't really, a lot of them are not even in a position to give us dating advice. So I think that a lot of what we're calling like toxic dating is really just a part of dating. Like you're supposed to go through multiple people. You're supposed to date some people that you don't like. You're supposed to find out that you're not compatible with multiple people. There's going to be some people that you have a conversation with and just don't want to talk to again. And we set this expectation that, oh, well, mature adults should be, we should be able to talk about it and say, you know, these are the reasons why I think we should no longer talk anymore. But it's like, nobody really owes you that if all we had was a couple messages exchanged, a couple text messages and a few phone calls, or maybe you even took me out once and bought me dinner. Because at the end of the day, like we can pick up on vibes. Like I can pick up on when I'm not feeling you. I can pick up on when a guy is not really feeling me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think we do. I think as women, we definitely have to allow ourselves to be okay with like, we don't owe anybody anything, but also being okay with the fact that they don't owe us anything either. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was good too. Ah, man. I'm like, that's so true. If we set this up into this, this really cutesy little pretty picture of this is what it looks like when it's healthy and we're not allowing the human side of it, which includes sexuality, attraction, like, like you're both said, you, you know, you know, when you, when you feel it. So I do love that too. It it reminds me of one of my, one of my all time favorites. And of course it was originally sex in the city. And then he wrote a book about it. I'm not saying that it would apply now, but they, I wish they'd change it to, they're just not into you instead of he's just not into you to make it, you know, just Mm -hmm. more of an overall, uh, overall new, gender yeah. neutral, but I will never forget that episode when you see Miranda's like got this like light bulb of like, 
oh my God. And she, not that she carried it through the rest of the of the series whatsoever, but just that beauty of like, ah, he's just not that into me. When, when Berger explains, like, if he's crazy about you, which isn't always necessarily true that they will jump through hoops. That is definitely a style that I like, but not in a stocky way. But do you remember that? Like how mm-hmm. eye opening that was to just go. And it's to your point, love, like you just, they don't owe you that. But I think also being, and I talk about this all the time, all the time being grounded and whether that's through meditation or spirituality or prayer, like when you know yourself, you're going to be able to pick up on that and then pick up on your own energy too, of what what's working for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. You touched on what I believe I was saying yesterday about conscious dating when we connected, because when we have an expectation or we think somebody owes us some explanation of why, even if we barely know them, that's where I feel like the conscious dating piece goes too far. Like we need to sit down and, you know, have a kumbaya about this thing that never even started in the first place. <laughs> right. That'll, that'll make most people. And I think most healthy people kind of run the other way of like, oh my God, this is work all already. Yeah. 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 Oh, like the conscious dating. And then again, the attachment styles, I think knowing your attachment style. And, and again, on the, on the last episode, we, we talked about that with, I talked about that with Dave of just, I think being aware of that and, and what, you know, what triggers you or what lights you up. And I know for myself being, I've talked a lot about this being a child of, or being a product of CPTSD, complex PTSD of, of childhood abuse, it really has affected how I either attach to people too quickly. And so getting to know that piece and then not making it anybody else's responsibility, but my own to be aware of it. And then know what I need to ask for is, has been helpful for me and my, again, this is just me. I don't think I know what my attachment style is. <clears throat> Ooh, what actually, yeah, I can send you a quiz. Jeez. <laughs> yes. And I, I will put that in the show notes too. <laughs> we will. And we did touch on this last week. So anxious enabling avoidant attachment, um, there's earned security, uh, anxious avoidant. I think that's me. Um, so we will put that in the show notes too. Cause I think that's a great thing to, to realize too. Who is it? I don't know if it was you law that said it, we were talking about love languages. Oh, it was my friend Shauna. And we're, I, I was like, what's your love language? She's like, all of them. I was like, me too. <laughs> I like all the things. Don't make me choose. Right? Well, of course, I, it's I all of them. Yeah. I literally have one. I mean, yeah. I, like acts of service is by far like. Mm. You okay. Like, and, if, and anybody that knows me, like anybody that knows me or ever watches any of my stories or like anything I talk about, like. Service is a number one priority for me in everything. Restaurants, hotels, anywhere I'm going, if I am not being properly served, it's an issue, but especially in relationships. And the last guy that I dated, like, he was so not someone I should have been dating, but he was nailing the acts of service, mm-hmm. like, constantly and consistently. Um, to you the got point tripped up by that, huh? It was overshadowing all of the things that were like really not compatible about us. Um, but good yeah. for you for recognizing it, though, honey. And and I I think uh, that I, I did that... it took me a while. <laughs> well, it's okay. <laughs> it no, took I me think... a minute, but <laughs> <laughs> when, when you know, yeah, it's like the Achilles heel a little bit. Your your uh, your your love language can be your 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 weak point. And I I think that. 
that's another thing to bring up too, to remind everybody of, you know, the forgiveness of how long it took us to realize something or, um, you know, we're all just stumbling through this world, this crazy cosmos trying to, to figure it out. So I think the, the less demonization we have specifically to ourselves, um, and certainly don't do it to other people, girl, shut your mouth when you judge other people about what, um, I wish you could see the video. Law's getting hit by the spirit or a small mat in her place. I can't tell. I'm so sorry. There's some guy, something just started flying like right in front of my face. I was like, wait, what is it? It's a message trying to trying to come through. Boy, I I really like that, and we will put that in there too. All right, we're gonna we're heading towards the tail end. That's what she said. We're going to get into a fun topic. <laughs> and I wish we, again, we recorded yesterday because we really did a, a deep dive. Let me give you a, a spoiler alert. Gray sweatpants. <laughs> I didn't. Yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, dick pics. Let's talk about it. Let's. We all have something funny to say about it. And then we're also looking for Elon Musk to come up with <laughs> an AI. And I'm just going to put out there. There's, there's an AI that we're looking for and you can. You can reach Elon, out to if you're us. Listening, please contact us. Yeah, <laughs> we have some ideas that could make you a very rich man. Not Instantly, already. stop digging around with Twitter. No pun intended. <laughs> we have more important fish to fry, Elon. Literally. All right, so let's talk about your experience with dick pics. Your yay or nay? Some rules. Uh, I, I have thoughts, but I want to hear yours first. So, who wants to go? Dick pick you it know, up. I just really have to be honest, like. And I just thought about this when you said your experience with dick pics. If I'm honest, I'm only offended by dick pics when it's not nice looking or when it's somebody I already know I don't want to be receiving dick pics from. Like consent. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like if you're like there is somebody who there is somebody in my life from years and years ago who. Yes and yes. I mean, and I'm talking about like at this point, it's probably been almost 20 years ago. And every time he reaches out to me, like it starts off really like, hey, queen, how you doing? I just wanted to, you know, check in on you. And then like, bam. <laughs> and I'm like, and then I'm jarring. but this is happening. And so now I know like every time, but other than him, Unless like it's just not a nice looking dick pic, bring it on. Bring it on. I'm a single woman who, in a foreign country that is traveling as a nomad. I'm ready to see all the peen. <laughs> bring the peen. Send it to me. BTP. Me. <laughs> Send it to her so we Put can my look Instagram at it. in the bio just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, another I acronym is. Is DPC, dick pic consent. And I I agree too. I mean, and we've said it before too. uh, uh, It kind of reminds me when you say that, it reminds me of those those things where you can click on something and something goes, blah, it scares you. You know, so you're constantly waiting for like that thing to come out and you're like, sir, I did not ask for that. (laughs) Yeah, it needs like a sensitive content label maybe. So I can decide. Because if I'm like feeling real spiritual, I just came out of praying, you know, and being with the Lord. You know, I might not want to see that right then, but mm-hmm. later on that night, I might want to be like, let me see what that was about. I yes. think that's another, uh, another thing that somebody needs to invent is, is a dick pic consent button. Click here. 
Yeah. Yes. But that, that, however, I am not That's responsible. Easy. Yes. Right. But I, I'm not responsible for what my reaction is going to be. And I will say you're, you're right. There's, there's some things I've seen that I'm like, oh, I wouldn't. And I know lie, you said it. Uh, I would not send that picture to anyone. That is, that is not a ringing endorsement, sir. Dear, oh, I was going to call his name. In case you're listening, Ramon, don't send that picture to nobody else. <laughs> it was not okay. I was not okay with it. It's not, not good with that. I mean, I will say that that does allow you to, you know, shop ahead. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like a, a DoorDash type of thing. I saw what it looked like in the picture. I can say yes or no and add it to my cart. And folks, don't get butthurt about this. This is This is real life stuff. And I'm so sick of sexual shame that women cannot... Uh, talk about this. So that's why we're, we're busting this topic out. Ashley, what's, what are your thoughts? It's percolating in my mind. Yeah. I see. Like your I think of like divine timing. There's dick timing, like time the dick. Well, when you're yeah. going to send it mm-hmm. and please don't do it in a weird bathroom <sighs> with weird lighting and don't hold it. I don't know. There's this weird holding position that I feel like, like, let it, I don't know. I don't know. Do you want them holding it or do you want it to hang? If it's worth seeing and it's hard, you shouldn't have to be holding it. Yes. Let's just start there. If you have to hold it, don't send that picture. Rule number one. You're right. And I want to reference the show. I believe it's called Uncoupling. God, that's a really good one. Thank you for that. That's right. It should stand up by its own. <laughs> yes. Doesn't need any help. Doesn't need any a sweater or a <laughs> hand gesture. Look, my no hands. Smoke and mirror. Look, my no hands. It's not toothpaste. You don't need to squeeze it. Because <laughs> now I'm going to be skeptical every time yeah. I see your hands on it. Because yeah, like what's under there? What's Listen, under there? And we understand the shower and grower. <laughs> thing where we're, we're willing to, to give you some time. There's always the, Show me I was after in, you've grown. Show exactly. Me yes, sir. Uh, there's always, a, I was in the pool with George Costanza on, <laughs> on Seinfeld, which was funny. And then I also love, if you haven't seen the show, the, I believe it's called uncoupled with Neil Patrick Harris. And I, I, I did think that was interesting. It's what got me thinking about this topic when his friend was like, you're on a dating app and you haven't put a dick pic on there. So of course I believe that would be grinder. So I'm not saying put that on your dating at in any way, shape or form, but I thought that was interesting of like, wow, you could just, you know, shop that way. And interesting. What so. I learned from that show is that they really, they really do get to it in terms of like, okay, here's what I like. Here's what I don't like. I do want a relationship or I just want sex. Like they, mm-hmm. it was very streamlined. They know what they're doing. <laughs> I have to give it to them. Yeah, I really, I really do. There's just, there's no pussyfoot in your hands. Only because that's not involved. So there's that. But yeah, I like what you said too about um, it's like ordering DoorDash because um, because every time I'm in an, a foreign country and I'm ordering food on an app, if the restaurant doesn't have any pictures of the food, I'm automatically like, no, I'm not interested. Because we're people men get all the credit for being visual but women are equally as visual as men Mm -hmm. so i think that's kind of the point like it's not that we want to be crass and i mean i'm I'm sure i would be offended if somebody was like oh yeah send me pictures of your boobs um but maybe i wouldn't 
Like maybe we shouldn't be. Like he just right. didn't you know his intention. Just like I would let you know mine. I don't know. It, and I love it. that. I, it can ebb and flow on what uh, what your wants and your needs are again, which is why I'm loving shouting out more for women that that that's part of sexual freedom as well as being aware of what's going to work for, for you. You know, I'm not saying, you know, be a size queen and you have to unhinge your jaw like a python, you know. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, no, thank you. All right. We're going to wrap this up. Give me some last parting. And I'm over here taking notes from you too, as I always do. Either, but babe, uh, Ashley, if you want to tell your, I, I love your, your comedy bit dating story, which is throw, throw that out there for us before we wrap up. Okay, there was no dating that happened. Let's clarify. Oh, yeah, let me be clear about that. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. I need to. Be I was at a wedding, and there was interest, at least on my end, and interaction between me and this guy throughout the night and what you thought was flirting <laughs> yeah what I thought was flirting well it was but towards the end of the night and no one's going to be able to see this since we're not on video at the end of the night he started saying that I was mad at him and I actually wasn't mad at him but he was like you're so mad at me and I'm like I'm not mad at you and there was alcohol involved so you know that skews things a lot. So who yes. knows if he was dealing with his own mother issues. I just let it be that. <laughs> and we're both nodding our head like, ooh, sir. Yeah, you need to clean your energy before you come back out again. Yeah. But he did this like cat claw to me. But at the same time, because I wasn't alcohol, I wasn't putting all this together and like I was open I was like, oh yeah, that that's really turning like little Miss Kitty likes that. <laughs> naughty, naughty kitty. Needless to say, there is no date involved, right? <laughs> Communication so cross. What, what happened? How did this he did left? It? He left, and then I have not seen him since. <laughs> Sir. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for telling that. And, and um, <laughs> a- a- Ashley shared that this has been her year of getting out on the, on getting into the comedy circuit. I loved it. Of course, I videoed that whole thing and all you can hear is me guffawing in the background. <laughs> everything you do cracks me up. Right, any other uh, dating advice? And then we're going to get to law and then we'll get out of here. Any oh, other- any other dating advice? Do honestly do what makes you feel best what makes you feel safe what makes you feel excited do that that's my best day know advice. it and then do it yeah right because I think like yeah. you said like you even felt like oh my gosh I need to be out there on these apps because that's what everyone else is doing and you decided that was not your connection style mm-hmm. especially now that you could get out there so you know yeah. kind of avoid the the box pop and figure out what's your thing how about you La what do you have uh, some parting? Some parting gifts for us. <laughs> yeah, kind of other than what I've already said, I, I agree with Ashley. Um, and I was just going to say, have fun. Yeah. Have fun. I think that we t- make such a big thing about being intentional when you're dating and all these rules and women have to do this. And if he didn't do this, you don't do that. And you should yes. be this. And if you're going on a first date, you got to go here. Like, just have fun. And I have started enjoying dating 
now that I'm just having fun. I don't go on types of dates that I don't like. If a man, like, I don't like dinner dates. So if a man invites me to dinner, I'm like, take, take me to do something else, please. If he needs suggestions, I'll help with that because I want to have fun. I don't want it to be, I don't want to be dreading it. I don't want to be um, worrying about what am I going to talk to you about over dinner? What am I going to wear? Is he going to find me attractive? Like, I just want to show up in all my glory and have a good time. And I know what I like to have a good time doing. And if that's not what he likes to have a good time doing, well, we already know. Ain't no need in even moving on any further beyond this. So that's my number one piece of advice is have fun. And if you're not having fun, really sit with yourself and ask yourself why it's not fun. And um, the last thing I'll say is similar to what you were saying earlier, Mia, about being single for a year. I was intentionally not dating for a very long time um, before I left the country in 2020. And uh, I'm sorry, in 2021. And during that time, that's what I spent that time doing was trying to figure out why is dating not fun for me? Why am I not enjoying it? And when I really started to go down that path, I got to some really good answers for myself. And I actually had a desire to date again, but I knew how to do it in a way that was going to work for me, similar to what Ashley just described. Wow. So good. You don't, y'all don't take these advice. You're stupid. <laughs> I'm not, can I add on to something that came up as Law was talking? I think so many times women, when we go out on dates with guys, not only are we thinking of all these things, but it's we're coming from a place. Is he going to like me? Is he? No. Am I going to like him? It's him that you need to pay attention to, not you. Because <laughs> you know you've got because this is it, right? Again, with yeah. you've done the work like we've all been doing, mm-hmm. you know that this is, you know, of course we're always a work in progress. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I'm not being like egotistical about it, but it's such a great point. Yeah. Focus, mm-hmm. focus on that is, do I like that? Like, does yeah. that work for me? So am I having of- fun? Do I like him? Mm-hmm. Do I like the energy between that? You know, it's mm. not, am I enough? Like not coming from a place and am I enough? Yeah. Drop that yeah. shit. On that yeah. note, all right, that's all we got. Go to the show notes at shit we don't talk about podcast.com. I'll have all the links for it, the ladies on how to get to, in touch with them, all the things we've talked about. Thank you, you two. That was fabulous. And big. <laughs> <And> big. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Well, that was sure fun and feisty, right? Make sure to follow Laila on Instagram at L A H E E L A H underscore. And follow Ashley on Instagram at ashley.depaulis, and that's A-S-H-L-E-Y dot D-E-P-A-L-U-I-S. They're hilarious, right? You'll love them. I'll have all the links in the show notes at shitwedonttalkaboutpodcast.com. If you like this episode, please subscribe and leave a review, especially if it's a good one. If you really like the podcast and you want to show it, head on over to shitwedonttalkaboutpodcast.com click on the patrons button and become a full-time supporter of the podcast. If you want your very own podcast, but you don't know where to start, go to helix-interactive.com and get yourself some and tell them that Mia sent you. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Bye.